Bruce Willis is doing straight to DVD. Extraction. Wow. Want me to mention the it? new Nick Cage? Yeah, we just yeah. <laughs> no joke. Wait, Along what? with, uh... Wait, do we know it's straight to DVD? What has Bruce Willis been doing in his spare time? Like, I have missed a whole... <laughs> Collecting art. <laughs> <laughs> Good people who have traveled from villages near and far, lend me your ears. Hello? Hello? Anybody home? What's up, Miss Tasty? What's up, what's up? Hi there, nice to see you. Bumblebee tuna? Bumblebee tuna! Hello, S-Man Tooth. Hello, evening news team. You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Welcome to the Goody Room. Their ability to open is f***ing heroic. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is, you guessed it, what I say in the other show? The, I'm not even going to bleep it because I don't want to bleep it. That just takes time to go back. Uh, I said a uh, TV show. Anyway, this is nothing but real reason more. It's a little bit different of a show. Great intro. Oh, thank you. I try. I try mixing it up. I think I'm on a failing streak of like the last two weeks of doing it. Anyway, uh, I'm Mike Lucas. Thank you for joining us. Uh, with me, as always, is my cast. Aaron Karnikin, say hi to the people. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Shalee McNeil, say hi. Hi. And reviewing for the first time, Josh Frank, say hi. Hi, people. Oh. He said it's so sexy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, we got a great show for you guys today. We're going to get into, just briefly, touch on uh, movies coming to theaters as well as DVDs this week. Uh, we touched on that in our Monday show, but we're going to do it again just ever so briefly. We have a gem of the week as well as a review of the movie Cold Mountain. And I don't, I wanted to bash it already, but I will save it for later. So, to start... Shlee, will you hit us up with uh, movies coming to theaters, please? Yep, movies coming to theaters this week. Uh, the big ones are Gods of Egypt, starring Gerard Butler, Triple uh, Nine with Kate Winslet, Eddie the Eagle with Huge Jacked Man, and Chris Walken. <laughs> she said it. She yes. said Huge Jacked Man. Yeah, yes. that's how I refer to him in my head. Uh, Kidnap with Halle Berry, and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny with the people from the first one, probably. Oh. Well, actually, probably. probably not. I know Michelle. Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger is really old, isn't it? Like twenty years almost. Yeah, but so I don't think I've had a whole. Donnie one. Yen is in it. He was in the It Man movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Those are great movies. I haven't seen them. You should get on that. I know. I need to. Um, but uh, what about uh, DVDs as well? The big ones. Um, Extraction. Starring Bruce Willis, we think it's straight to DVD. Which maybe. is great because uh, <laughs> apparently he's been doing these things for years. Uh, movies. He's been. He's an actor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. Uh, Fargo Year Two, uh, The Good Dinosaur, and Spotlight, starring Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton. Wasn't The Good Dinosaur nominated for Oscars? Does anyone know? No idea. Whoever John Lithgow. Francis, you don't know who John, John Lithgow, Lithgow is? Wow. Oh, you don't know who that is? I live under a rock. And Frances McDormand <laughs> is an Oscar-winning actress, by the way. Oh, okay. Good to know. You should. I thought I know her. I thought Francis was a girl's name. I don't know her. Or a boy's name. Dang it. She, uh, weird connection. She's actually in the movie Fargo. Oh, the main oh. woman. Oh, okay. Um, well, I was going to say, though, I, I think it was nominated for Oscars, but I don't know if anyone knows or cares about it because what's the movie about emotions? What is it? Is, what is it? You know what I'm talking about? 
Inside Out. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I think that one's just going to roll in the Oscars. Like that was a been, great movie. You know what I mean? So Heard good things. Yeah. Tears everywhere. Ha- tears everywhere. Right in the feels. <laughs> right in the feels. Yup. All right, so moving on. Gem of the week. We had a, a gem on our Monday show, but we're doing two this week because why not? So gem this time around. John Mulaney. Yeah, Aaron's already looking at me like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> but it's so great. Stand-up comedian, comedian, John Mulaney um, has a stand-up special? I think it's a Netflix, Netflix original. Netflix original. Is this? Yeah. It's new not in? a new one, right? No, it's... it's, okay. it's I've he, seen this one. Is it the new in town one? Yes. Oh, yeah, I have seen town. that one. It's, it's super funny. It's super funny. Um, so he has two of them on Netflix. The newer one isn't as good. I mean, there's still some gems Comeback in kid. there. Yeah, the comeback. It's it's okay. It's not as good. New in town is hilarious. Start to finish. It's I mean, especially an hour long. Start to finish, there are segments that you will die laughing of. Like I've watched it four times in the past like three months, I think, <laughs> and I laugh every single time when he's talking about. What's that what? pussy cat? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> right? He goes, I mean, and we're not doing any justice because it's it's just a stand-up special. Because he's funny yeah. and you're not. <laughs> well, that might be part, part of it. Mike's funny. Somewhat. My dad yeah, would always say I'm funny looking. Oh. Well, um, anyway, <laughs> uh, that's why we're on the radio, not TV. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that got weird for a second. Um he does like skits about like what's new pussy cat in a jukebox, and he does skits with he's talking about a horse watching a dog, and just watch it. If if you don't like it within the first five minutes, turn it off because it's gonna be that type of comedy throughout. So within the first five minutes, you can know if you want to watch it or stop watching it. So that's all I gotta say. Uh, Aaron, you've seen it? Yes, I have. You like it? I loved it. Okay, and it's worth a watch, right? Yes. And so have you, Josh? Yes, sir. And it's worth a watch. It's brilliant. Yay! Shlee? No. Are you gonna? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> Maybe. It's really funny. You've seen it, Matt? So, yes. Four of the five people in the room have seen it. And it's all a yes. So, gem worthy. Watch it. You're welcome. <laughs> what? <laughs> Matt's doing some weird yeah. stuff over Matt, there. <laughs> Matt's like muttering it under his breath, and I hope some of the mics can pick him up. Just I hope so, not. Ever Please. so slightly. Ever so slightly. Uh, so, moving on, I want to take a brief minute to plug our social media. Uh, send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Uh, just get a hold of us. We Our list of movies to review is running short, so we need movies to review. Um, I know we have to do all seven of the Fast and Furious franchise, but we're working on it. Well, we don't have to. No, we do. Okay. We guaranteed. Right. And so we will do it. Thanks for that, Aaron. Do you want to just wait for that to end? They're just going to keep pumping us out. (laughs) That's a good idea. I guaranteed that we would watch a movie request, (laughs) not a series (laughs) request, an entire series of awful movies. I mean, yeah. But I guess all of them are movies. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Are they? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. So we're working on that. But like I'm saying is get a hold of us. Send us an email. Um, and most importantly as well, follow us on iTunes. Uh, subscribe to us and review us on there. Because the more you review us, the more we get our name out. And 
the more content we're going to put out because if we become popular, we're going to want to do this a lot more often. So just help us out. Help us help you. Okay? Okay. So moving on. Cold Mountain. Aaron, you picked this. Yes, I did. Why? <laughs> because, all right, well, okay, maybe you don't like it. Maybe it's not your thing, but that doesn't mean it's not a great movie technically. And for somebody who likes that type of story, it is a great movie. Okay. So the movie is directed by Anthony Ming... How do you say that? Ming- Mingella, I guess. Mingella? Okay. I wasn't sure if it was just like something you knew or just something you didn't know. Cinematography by John Seal. Uh... Not the singer, Seal. Nobody. Dang it. All nope. right. Starring Nicole Kidman, uh, Renee Zellweger, Philip Seymour Hoffman makes an appearance. Uh, so does Cillian Murphy, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack White, um, Jude Law is the another starring, as well as Donald Sutherland. Renee Gleason, Natalie Portman. Uh, not a whole lot of other names, right? I mean, I... Giovanni go- something. He's in a lot of Oh, names. yeah, Giovanni, Giovanni Rabisi. Rabisi. Yep, yep. yeah. Uh, looking as dirty and greasy looking as ever. Yep. <laughs> because that's that's his character. That's who he is. Ninety percent of the movie. They is this pull just, him out just... of some alleyway and say, "Hey, you want to be in this movie?" <laughs> <laughs> He's been on the like the up and coming list for like thirty years now. <laughs> if you have ever seen those lists, it's great. It's like he'll do something great eventually. He's still up. Yeah. He's still up, and maybe coming. Like he's in the movie Up. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. I've never seen it. Uh, the it's written by Charles Frazier. He uh, he wrote the book, and Anthony Minghella, the director, wrote the screenplay. The plot is: <clears throat> in the waning days of the American Civil War, a wounded soldier embarks on a perilous journey back home to Cold Mountain, North Carolina, to review, re- review, <laughs> reunite with his sweetheart. Gosh, I almost had it perfect thought that would have been great. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's uh, 71% of the critics say they loved it. One liked it. Audience, uh, 77%. Uh, average f- uh, critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is 6.7 and 7.2 on IMDb. So we went over why Aaron liked it. Uh, let's go over what your guys' first initial thoughts were. Um, Schley started off. Well, I tried to listen to the audiobook this week, and I couldn't because it was slow. Same pretty much for the movie. Like, I don't know. It just seemed to drag. It wasn't a bad movie, but it was really hard to, like, stick with it for me. Gore and every, Not gore, but violence aside. Okay. I agree. It was slow. Josh, what about you? What, what are your first thoughts? I think this is going to be a two-on-two podcast because I'm going to agree with Aaron here. Um, started off kind of annoying. They kept, like, flashing back to the war and then how him and Natalie met. And then that uh, Nicole, yeah, Nicole. <laughs> sorry, no, you're good. Uh, Natalie Portman's in the movie too, so yeah. but they didn't flash back to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that would have been weird. Um, but once they got going with the story, it was a bit slow um, for what is it, two hours and forty minutes? I yeah. thought it actually kind of progressed a little bit and kept me interested. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying that it's a bad movie by any means. Yeah, just, and you're from the generation that needs things now, the no. instant gratification I mean, generation. I am, but you are absolutely. No. This is a movie there's about not, characters. There's yeah, a, you're younger than us, Mike. You're I get that, the, but there's not that big of an age gap where I don't know what a good movie is. Right. I, I think what I, I'm saying is that this movie was intentional. The pace was intentional. It's yeah. not an in-your-face dumb action movie with Stallone's no, lip falling I, to his biceps while he sneers at I, the bad guy. I get... Can I say it was originally supposed to be four hours long? So at least there's... What? 
Yeah, we got yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure well, they would have. movie does that. I'm they, sure they, they would have. If the budget was bigger, I'm sure they, they would have put more in. Uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that came out wrong. Uh, but what I'm saying is, like, you can be intentionally slow and talk about a movie, but it could be better. I thought. Like, I, I think, think you're just looking for the wrong things from this movie. No, it's a no, study no, no, no. of characters I mean, and what they're going through. It's a modern day Odyssey, first of all. That's all it is. Yeah, and I, I mean, Odyssey is like the oldest book, isn't it? By Homer. No, but. Okay. <laughs> it's up there. Thank you. Someone's on my side. <laughs> it's old. <laughs> it's old. Right. Uh, but no, like, uh, what did we do? The Imitation Game. That was a slow movie, right? I mean, who who watched? You watched it, right, Shley? Nope. Nope. Dang it. I watched it. it you was, did watch it. Yeah. It was a slow movie. That's the same thing. It's a, a paced movie. I just, I, I was... That's a half hour shorter. Does that do it for you? Yes. You can get back cut to Twitter. It, cut it more. <laughs> no, cut it more. It, it it seemed to drag out. There were there were several parts where I was like, this doesn't need to happen. This doesn't need to happen. Why is it? It's just another unnecessary stop but that they could have been cut out. Why? What would you have cut out? Why is it it's unnecessary to build a character and show what they're going through so that the ending has Multiple meaning times, for all yes. of them? Like, uh, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll okay. get into it. So, I thought we were getting into it. Well, yeah, like but I mean... Now. Wait, are we not into it? Is this not into it? Aaron, well, you've seen this movie how many times? A lot. How many times? Just first? Uh, bits and pieces so far, but this was the first like full watch through. Okay, what about you? First time. Okay, and I was the first time. So wh- how, do your, how do your thoughts differ from the first time you've seen it to now, Aaron? Uh, I don't know that they do. I guess this came out when I was what like 15 16 I don't know 2003 yeah yeah do the math 15 so this was and when you're young you're used to all the like the Disney movies the uh, family movies where good guys win uh, no matter what happens during the course of the movie the outcome is always a positive happy ending okay and this shock value for me was because okay spoilers stuff happens in this movie and the good guys don't win. <laughs> he said spoilers. The main things guy. happen in the movie. <laughs> okay, but Could I'm be more in, vague. I'm yeah. getting into those spoilers. <laughs> you have a movie about one man trying desperately through all kinds of crazy circumstances to get back to the woman he loves. Mm-hmm. And in the end, we don't get the satisfaction of that happening. And that was that kind of at, at 15, 16, however old I was when I saw it. That kind of blew my mind that like... This is real life. This is the consequences for actions. This is good guys don't win. So that was a little different for me at that time. See, and I would have gotten that completely if the movie progressed a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. It seemed like you're waiting this entire time, mm-hmm. and then you don't even get that satisfaction. It's the See, I think, I think the pace helped you right, kind of anticipate that, and then when it didn't happen... You were let down completely. You're not let down. It's just a, more of an emotional impact. I suppose. I still think it ended on a positive note. Maybe it, I mean, it, it, it really did. Point, they had a kid. They lived happily ever after. Well, some of them did. Until the Great Flood of 1876. <sighs> yeah. All right, care. I'll stop. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so let's go back to pacing then. I think, like, so the movie starts out, and he's on the the front lines essentially, and the the he's a Confederate soldier. Uh, Inman, Jude Law's character. We didn't get into that, I don't believe. Inman's the main character, uh, and his 
girlfriend lady he has a fancy with, uh, Ada Monroe, played by Nicole Kidman, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, he leaves to go fight uh, for the South in the Civil War. It should be noted he is uh, basically, as far as I can tell, one of the only ones going off to the war that already does not want to. Everybody else is cheering for the war, but he realizes right off the bat all they're fighting for is rich man's slave. He's going to go put his life on the line for a cause he doesn't care about. Yeah. So right away he sets himself apart from the rest of that community who who are all hooping and hollering to go off to fight their war. So. Okay. Um, good point. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up. So he he's on the the front lines at the the beginning of the movie, and basically the, like he gets injured in battle, and then he's trying to make his way home from that point on. And it does like flashbacks to show that their relationship, which I really enjoyed. I thought telling the story non-linear like that instead of just laying it out all at once and it's like oh he's trying to make it home now it did a very good job pacing the second half of the movie when he he meets philip seymour hoffman's character um i can't remember what is his name um reverend reverend yeah yeah he's a he's a he's a minister right of some sort and he's he's find him found him in the middle of a forest with he's like adultering is that the right word yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he a slave. impregnated a slave woman. And he's and going to kill her. He's going to kill her. <laughs> yeah, and so Inman takes him to the town that he's from and kind of ties him up and leaves him a note like he's an adulterer or whatever. And Inman's, he's a, a de- departer? No. The, de- what is Defector. the word? Defector. No, that's not right. No. Is that right? You know, when he leaves. Deserter? Deserter. <laughs> that's the one he we would have come across that likes eventually. ice cream sandwiches. He's a deserter. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Back got from the new guy. Yeah, that that yeah. just fuels the fire for yeah. Mike. Back at it. Um, <laughs> I appreciate corn, so. <laughs> what? It was a corny joke, you said. Ah, it was a corny <laughs> joke to show how corny your joke was. Oh, I, uh, it's like Inception. Yeah. Joke within a joke. Um, so. what Inception means. All right. So, speaking of conception, he impregnates this girl. Right? No, let's see. Back on back on way. And uh, he's trying. Basically, Inman's a deserter and he, like, meets up with this reverend again. And that part of the story could have just been cut out completely. Right? Reverend was comedic relief for me. I, I loved his character. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman to begin with. Yeah, but everything he that he said was hilarious, especially when he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was. Okay, so maybe that part needed. But, well,. The following parts when he is with the goat lady and that was an absolutely what about when he's central part uh natalie portman's character it showed how messed up everything was in the war and like how it broke him so much both sides not just the confederate not just this is a story about the human spirit and how broken it can be and at the end we get a glimpse of how it has endured through all of this because you saw cillian murphy being a nice guy, yep. even though he's like starving and still trying to terrorize this lady for food, but he's still like, oh, maybe I should make this baby warm. Yeah, Niceness. which was kind of a jerk scene. But I think, like I'm saying, I think the point of making an effective movie is to writing multiple characters within scenes so you don't have to make a three-hour okay, movie. But that's mm-hmm. but how long Lord is that scene? This is what I love about this movie is how long is that scene? 15 minutes? And they introduce Natalie Portman's character. And in 15 minutes, we get 
of backstory. We get some emotional circumstance they're put through. So we get this character built in 15 minutes, somebody that we can care about what happens. So okay. And it's Inman's journey from where he is to where he wants to be and all of these people on the way. And he gets glimpses of their sufferings and their triumphs. It, like, it just it seemed very slow to me. I think if they combined her with like the goat lady, whatever... Made, made the goat lady have a baby. Something like that. I don't know. I just, it, I would have enjoyed this movie a lot more if it wasn't two hours, 45 minutes, whatever the heck it was, three hours almost. I was thinking about how long it was too. I'm kind of impatient. I'm sorry, Aaron. But then I was thinking like, I can't think of a scene that I would want to take out. Really? I really do feel like they were all important, even though I have the ADD. Have, well, and you I have, have to also remember the, the, the source material. The book is a huge historical drama full of the, I have read the book. It's not as good as the movie in my opinion. It, it is a lot slower. All they give is uh, historical facts about the certain places it takes place in. They diminish a lot of the characters. They they talk about the, like trees and leaves specific to this area for paragraphs and paragraphs. So Taking the source material into a two-and-a-half-hour watchable movie that, in my opinion, is great was a feat in itself. Okay. So are you going to say it's kind of like a Game of Thrones where there's so many side tangents? In, like, the book, at least? You know Almost, what I mean? but it's not stories. It's just descriptions. Okay. Right, right. Uh, yeah. The book, uh, that's where the book fails and that it, you go on to a 20-page tangent and you forget where the heck you are because it, it just has to do with the setting rather than anything happening okay okay that's fair the book has a 3.81 on goodreads though fun fact is, is that out of five or ten out of five okay i was <laughs> like why are you happy about that that's awful sorry no it's okay um okay so you guys didn't have a problem with so I get, it's just well me. and i understand that i understand why it's a two and a half hour movie and there is not a lot of action to break what might seem monotonous but for somebody like myself that enjoys exploring the relationships yep. between characters in a movie, it really, I guess this is a movie that if you don't like that style, you're not going to like the movie. Okay. And, that, and that's fair. That's, and I'm, but and I, like I said, I understand why you're bashing it for the pace, but there is a reason they did it, and it was absolutely intentional, and for me it worked. Okay. Um, so let's move on to acting now. It was nominated for an Oscar from for Jude Law. Jude Law. Jude Law was nominated. Um, I thought Nicole Kidman got the best actress role. Or no, was Renee, Renee Zellweger oh, won okay. for supporting uh, actress. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. I loved her character. Who is Renee Zellweger? That was Ruby. The I'm just kidding. Yeah, he was, he was doing, doing Jeopardy. A, I was doing here. a Chappelle oh. a Chappelle line. It's oh. okay. I don't <laughs> understand any references. I'm so lost. Dave Chappelle <laughs> show. It's fantastic. Oh, no, Season I, one. Right, I've seen know. it. It's great. It's hilarious. I just have no idea what you're talking about. Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> so Jude Law was nominated. Renee Zellweger won. Um, let's. Whatever. It's got a weird name. It's got a Z in it. That's unnatural. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Inman. Uh, Jude Law. What did you guys think? I love the scene with the goat lady. When he gets all laudanumed up and gets all emotional, super sweet. He t- starts talking about how, Aaron, you're better at words. Essentially, he the entire journey up to that point with the goat lady was him. He thought he was trying to get back to a place, and in this weird 
drugged up stupor that he's in because of the stuff this goat lady gave her, he realizes that Ada is the quote place he's trying to get back to and he finally realizes that he is in as much love as he maybe thought he could be. Okay. It's it, it's it's a part in the movie where cuz you he even says he any goodness he had in him has been killed because of the war. And this is a part where he kind of lets his guard down and we see that emotional breakdown, that goodness in him. And that's why I like him as that character because he I don't know, I guess Jude Law is considered kind of like a pretty boy. So you kind of get that I don't even know what word to use to describe it. Raw came to mind. Yeah, and he, yeah, exactly. And vulnerable, vulnerability to him. He, his character didn't, he wasn't like a super soldier or he was just an everyday guy trying to get through these insane situations. Okay. I, I typically struggle with Jude Law as an actor, um, but in this movie, I really did like him. He's believable. There's another word that you can throw in there. You can see all the trials and the things that he went through and how that kind of made him a stronger person, especially when he got back to her and when Aaron spoke about that scene, talking about how the war really wore on him, um, I think that's essential too in the Natalie Portman scene too, to show that he did still have goodness there during that time as well. See, I think I'm on the the opposite side of this again, because uh, I think many of his scenes were vanilla, where he was just he didn't show a lot of emotion. But when he when like with the Natalie Portman scene, he was very vanilla at times, but he showed very good ranges of emotion as well. Well. Okay, I guess. You know what I mean? Because like, he's, well, I don't know. Like, what scene would would was he vanilla? He when he's laying in the bed, he is laying in the bed next to her, and he is not doing anything. And I get that's what his character was supposed to be doing. But there was like on his face, it was just like blank space, like on his face. It was just he's miles away. He's dreaming of, I don't know. He's dreaming of Ada. <laughs> he tells her, "There, I love a woman very much. All she asked of him was to hold her." No, I get that. No, I'm, 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 saying, I'm saying like it's like he's spacing out as a person, not as a character. Like I think his acting was subpar at some parts. I thought he did very well at looking uncomfortable. Okay, I don't know. I I I have to disagree with you, Mike. I That's guess, fine. That's fine. I guess I can't think of any one scene where I thought, oh, geez, that was. I'm not just, saying I'm not saying like bad. I'm just saying like and we're gonna get into spoilers here. But when Natalie Portman comes out and shoots Cillian Murphy after Jude Law lets him go, and you just see the absolute defeat wash over Jude Law's face, I didn't notice it then. Oh, yeah. See, and I, maybe it was just because he was gonna let him go. He said, "Run away, run as far as you can, yeah. or whatever." And then she comes out and shoots him, and he's like, "Oh, well." See, and I and I think again the pacing of the movie. I might have just been like, "Ugh." When is this movie gonna get? Because that was about two hours in the movie. Checking Twitter during the movie. I actually, I, I did not. I, I put my phone uh, completely. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but I was just I made sure of it because I was like, Aaron says he loves this movie. It's one of his favorite. Well, you say that Jude Law was vanilla. I say the weak point in this movie, even with all of the side characters, was Nicole Kidman. There were scenes where it, it kind of... Oh, she was very vanilla, out. too. She but was there were scenes too. she did very, very good. And in. that's what I think Jude Law was the same way, just in my personal opinion. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just, I think... like when I love the imitation game because I that was some of the best acting I've ever seen where he showed defeat. Benedict Cumberbatch just showed defeat just by the way he, like, teared up and it was just like you're not even crying but I know you're trying to cry and I get that but uh, Jude Law I didn't see the same thing I don't know and, it, and like I said it could have been the pacing of the movie where it's just like get this over with 
The but love of God. <laughs> you could see from the beginning, though, that he wasn't very emotional. Yeah, he as a person. He never showed a lot on his face, even with his brief courtship. Yeah. He was so bland. Can just we talk about that relationship? Awkward. Yes. Ako taco. <laughs> For real. Well, it's two introverts afraid to break out of their shell and express what they're feeling. We we get a scene that shows that Inman has the feelings but can't find the words to describe them. The scene on the front porch. So he just kisses her. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's not necessarily awkward. It's too young people that have feelings for each other that can't really express them. And which I guess awkward seems awkward. for them. Awkward for us to watch. <laughs> very, very true. And I, uh, um, but that's another reason I like this movie is because it's not like a the, typical love story. Yeah, like the typical uh, love at first sight silly type of stuff. Nicholas Sparks did not write Cold Mountain. <laughs> no, thank God. <laughs> thank God. It would have been two and a half hours of just bad. <laughs> well, and the other thing I wanted to mention, you mentioned the imitation game, how every side character yeah. helped develop. I thought that's why I loved, you say that some of these scenes could be cut. I completely disagree because of the great performances mm-hmm. by every character in this that helped I, uh, that I movie along. I think Natalie Portman did a great job. I think Natalie Portman, Portman, Brendan Gleeson uh, was incredible. Who was he? He was the fiddle player, Ruby's dad. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he did a very good job. I don't have any, actually, a problem with any of those guys. Uh, even the dude from well, even the Boy Meets World and Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street. You know great. what I'm talking about? The big dude, hefty dude. Gosh. We live in that. My name tale. is Earl, that guy Pangle. too. That guy? Pangle. Yeah. yeah. I don't know his the guy actor's name. Me yeah. neither. Pangle. Charlie Hunnam was very yeah. scary. And he did a good job because he had very few lines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, the very, very intimidating character. Mm-hmm. I was just like, God, oh, this guy's a creep. Get the albino um, out of here. Who was uh who was the main character of that group of the bandits or whatever. Do we have was he a big name actor? Yeah, uh I can't think of his name now. I'll look him up. Yeah, in the movie okay. it was Teague or something like that. Yeah, it was that Teague guy? was Teague. the the main home guard. Okay. Uh, but no, I think like I said, I just think to get nominated for an Oscar, I think it was almost a vanilla performance. That's what I'm saying. From Jude Law and Well, I thought it was worthy. And I think uh he definitely didn't deserve to win it that year because that was the year Sean Penn won for Mystic River, which was ah, one of the best. Ah, for I Am Sam. No. Yeah. For Mystic River, he just <laughs> These that, shoes Mike. light up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sean Penn. I, I really went do. to I haven't seen it like this. 10 times after seeing I Am Sam, just saying. You <laughs> find that character's yeah. movie? We're just <laughs> stalling here. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I, I was almost like just giving up on it, but I was like, oh, whatever. Um, moving on, though. Acting, you guys loved it, right? I didn't, not so much. Okay, so cinematography, I really loved it. I absolutely loved it. Okay, especially for two thousand three, I think it's fantastic. For two thousand three, <laughs> I mean, cinematography doesn't change a whole lot. You know what I mean? True. I mean, uh, just the way the shots are set up, but uh, the CGI. I don't know if there was a whole lot. Like, I don't know if the explosion at the beginning was. It was hard to tell if it was or not. You know what I mean? I have no idea. I know it was filmed in Romania, so apparently Romania is very pretty. Why do you know these facts? Because I print up the sheets full of fun facts. I guess, I guess. (laughs) Uh, Were you going to say something, Shalee? I was going to ask what you guys thought of the Sally and her sons scene with the murder of the kids. It was Uh, awful. That was when, when when they murdered her husband. 
yeah. and then they were like her torturing children. her well and tortured her to get her kids yeah. to come out of the barn yeah. yeah that was a scene where i was like charlie hunt was a freak like this is just because yeah, he's doing like backflips and like i did it took me so long to figure out that was charlie hunan uh but yeah no that that scene was very it's difficult it's pretty raw as well yeah you know it kind of just, of, it's just a lot of scenes like that where it's hard to watch because of what's going on yeah like the sex scene I literally turned away. I literally checked Twitter during the sex scene. Just saying. It was, that was like the epitome of awkward in this movie. Because I, like, trust me. Well, I well, love you, You've never seen how, <laughs> you, you've never known how it worked before, that scene? Yeah. Right. Well, no, no. Okay. Mike was like, oh, that's how it goes? First of all, he, he's using advanced techniques. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um. It's just it was awkward because it was like, just like in your face. But the rest I, of the I movie isn't that way. It, every, the rest of the movie is supposed to this more toned down. They're awkward people. Story. Yeah, yeah, that was a little in your face. It, <laughs> talk about a lotle in your face. Facing, <laughs> facing. <laughs> oh my. Uh, so that's I think. Take out that scene. There you go. That you cut. You cut five minutes. You cut five minutes. So now it's a. Two hour and forty minute movie. I really liked how Ruby came out when they were talking around the campfire. Yeah. She's she like, was if hilarious. I hear yeah. about you guys talking about yeah. holding trays one more time, and I'm gonna be up all night. <laughs> yeah. I liked that too because she interrupted it. The movie started to go into that sappy, weird romance territory and then she broke it up right away and mm-hmm. said, Oh, you're talking about who's holding whose tray and bag of diamonds and blah blah blah. So it it interrupted that silly romance lover talk scene so I, I did like that part okay um so yeah back to cinematography i thought it was done very well um there were a bunch of close-ups which is nice to see in a movie because it, it's when you do close-ups it's kind of like you're doing an artsy type of movie but this one it wasn't very artsy i mean it, i guess the type of movie was artsy because it's a slow drama yeah i couldn't tell if it was trying to be like artsy or just you know like I mean? emotional yeah it was weird yeah and so there was a lot of close-ups, which was nice, but then again, like there were a few action scenes in the movie, um, like towards the end when they're on like the riding on the two horses side by side. Yeah, and that scene was great. Every Very basically well every done. winter scene was winter great is coming. <laughs> I wish you know. Can we have St- nope. Edward no, no, Stark? No, 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 no. We're as... not doing a cold mountain crossover with No. <laughs> 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 in Monday's show, I think we had a bunch of Jamie Lannister and Sansa references, so there's that. And but yet again, I'm the only person in the room who doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Well, no, he, he doesn't. Yeah, my husband doesn't. I have to yeah. watch it alone. Yeah, and you guys are losers. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to hang out a lot. Back to the cinematography. There's one scene in particular that I is my favorite scene of the entire movie is after this long journey to get back to Ada, we see... And men finally come on, come upon <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> come upon. Come upon Nicole Kidman as she's out hunting. And you see they're too far away to see, to recognize who is who. But then they kind of recognize each other. And that oh, was a between uh, Drew Law and her. Yes. And she's like, shoots the turkey. Yes. And Here's she's she's to telling him to go away, get out of here. She's trying to protect mm-hmm. herself. She doesn't know who he is. And then you see the defeat on his face as he turns to walk away. And it's. Here's a scene to take out, which made me, which reminded me of that while you spoke about it. Um, when she's looking into the mirror into the well to see into the future. Oh, yeah, that was weird. That was kind of... 
obnoxious in my opinion like not needed at all that, that see i didn't have a problem with that she could have hope lot. without yeah without looking into a mirror and I, I get that's that just but she makes reference to it towards the end of the movie where she's like i thought he was dying or something like that mm-hmm. and watching me from above but he was spoiler coming home alert. and then spoiler alert. well i don't think the way i took it i i sure hope it wasn't like some mystical powers or something the way i see it, she saw what she wanted to see or was afraid okay. to and have that, seen that could be see yeah that so could be. That's she why I didn't mind it. Yeah. And she did talk about how it haunted her. So yeah. maybe that was supposed to help her character develop. Which reminds me. Why? Okay. So because her father dies, she's just doesn't know how to do anything. She I do get anything. that. She let all the slaves go. Why? Because she doesn't believe in the cause, in quotes. Why? Because she's... Dumb. Uh, going against the grain. Because she grew she, up as a minister's daughter who didn't approve of it? Be, but doesn't he have slaves? Isn't that the I reason? I think they came with the place they bought, the Black Ridge, whatever it was. But so why didn't her father get rid of them? I, I didn't see question. any of the entire movie. I thought I assumed that they were, when they mentioned that all the slaves were let go, I assumed it was when they purchased the land. No, no, no. No, because she was no, bringing, she was bringing root, root beer to yeah. the... And that's okay. why Inman's in the, okay. wa- in the weather. Yeah. Um, so that bugged the heck out of me because I get it. Ruby is an important part of the movie to bring her up and to teach her all these things. And it's very important. So she doesn't wither and die, but she had slaves and I'm not saying, I'm not advocating slavery, uh, but she had slaves doing these things for her. And then she's like, Oh, my father's dead. Now's a great time to get rid of all of these slaves to help me do things around the house. I'm assuming she did before though. Because when she was having that picnic with her dad, she was like, well, now I guess I'll have to learn how to cook and all this. So I'm assuming okay. that it happened sometime. That, and that could be fair. I didn't, I didn't pick up on that, but that mm-hmm. could be fair. It, I don't know. It just seemed very forced in that scene. And that that was the thing that probably bugged me the most out of this movie. Because I was like, why? Why? They're just making reasons. Like, And I get it. You don't believe in... She or she didn't believe in slavery. God, that the phrasing yeah. comes out terrible. None of us do either. So yeah. you're right on that one. Yeah, <laughs> you're, yeah. you're alone so on that one. We're 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 good. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. So where were we? Uh, cinematography. Any anything else? Anyone have to say about it? No. Okay. Set design. Beautiful. Anyone else? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. I love those dresses. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Love totes. <laughs> I totes loved them. I I didn't particularly care about the dresses. I suppose big fan of the Confederate uniforms over here. Really? Big fan. Like just the way that they looked? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, called you out just, on just, it. Just jabbing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I I thought it was really cool. Um, like when you go into each of the houses, uh, they looked like they were made of real wood, and they looked like I mean, it, and it very well could have been a set. Well, and a lot of yeah. I think it I was. guess there wasn't much I'm to sure. the set design because most of the setting was outdoor mountainous region hills. well yeah so yeah but wasn't, but the times they did need a strong set piece for a particular scene it did always look good yeah yeah then that, that's what i was saying so i do i did like it in that regard um you know let's talk more about scenes you guys liked in particular or disliked for that matter anything chilly so sad she had to sell her piano like that got me almost as bad as the mm. Sally scene. Also bugged me. I I, I just mis- I, w- I misunderstood it. I was like, why are you doing this? You know, that's that's your craft. That's what you love to do. That's what you've done your whole life. Why are you doing this? And supposedly she's just being. 
She I don't wants know. to produce Stubborn? things instead of just be artsy. Well, she sold her piano to get enough for the rations sheep. to start the process of rebuilding the farm. Yeah. It needed to be done. Yeah. I don't think it was anything metaphorical about it. I think she was just like, I need to sell this so I can die. I don't die. But look around your house. You have millions of other things you could have sold, I'm sure. Worth uh, as much as that piano? Come on. Yeah. Oh, the well. dresses were very nice. The dress, her f- dead father's clothes? <laughs> I'm sure someone would, f- a nickel or a pence, six all pence. The, all the guys are at war. Nobody wants any suits right now. I don't know. Uh, that just bugged me because it's like, I'm sh- he's, they seemed like they were wealthy. They moved. He, he, I'm sure they had some silver somewhere. And silver Well, she was got valuable. through the entire winter by herself initially, and she was... You You got a glimpse of her s- trying to sell her father's watch for a little scrap of meat. So you get the feeling that she's already been pawning off most of what she had. Very true. I, did, I guess I suppose I didn't And she that. does say that like all of the investments he had previously are worthless yeah. because of the so war. So they had the money, but it was all invested, which doesn't mean anything now that the world's at war. Which I don't understand that, but I guess I don't know how the economy works. Well, when one side starts winning, the other side's money doesn't really count. What? (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me all these rupees are nothing? (laughs) Way to go, Link. Oh my goodness. From uh, Zelda. Anyway. Okay, scenes you guys liked or disliked. Anyone in particular? Guys? I don't think there was any one scene I didn't like. I think I've already made the argument that I wouldn't cut anything out of there. But... I get, like I said, anything, any of the winter scenes, uh, in particular the, the final quote-unquote shootout scene yeah, was great. Uh, I liked any more than one scene in particular. I thought the dialogue throughout the movie was great, so it made you, at least some of us that are like that stuff, interested for the full <laughs> movie. Ugh. I particularly like this scene where you kind of see a lot more from Ruby when she hears that her dad died, but spoiler alert, didn't die. Um, she says a quote that I'm going to read because I think it's awesome. Ooh, this guy. Uh, yeah, yes. I know what quote you're going to say. He does. Great. He does. She says, uh, every piece of this is man's bullshit. They call this war a cloud over land, but they made the weather and now they stand in the rain and say, it's raining. Um, I just thought that was really profound. It kind of just stopped me in my tracks and I had to look up that just to read it a couple more times. Wow. Um, because you see her character kind of like shift the first time she gets emotional and starts kind of crying over her dad because of that, but then she wants to blame it on the war. Okay. I got you. And it's it's important to note that uh, Ruby's father and his bandmates are also deserters, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's important to note because they're hiding out, um, and he they end up getting killed by Teague, played by Ray Winstone. I looked it up. He's from The Departed and... A movie called Hugo, which I does he play Mr. French on The Departed? I don't know. I didn't. No. Look, I didn't. I didn't look that far. You caught me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Um. But back to it. So, okay. I like that quote. I like yeah. That. Yeah. That was a, that's a powerful scene. I agree with you. I like most things Ruby said. She was like super witty for yeah. only having gone to school for a short time. So yeah. she really had. A yeah, and being beaten left in the mountains was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Very powerful character and very well portrayed by Renee Zellweger. I don't think we touched on enough on that uh, earlier in the character section. Probably her best work outside of Me, Myself, and Irene. 
Yes. My thoughts exactly. Bridget Jones's diary was amazing. <laughs> my favorite top five. Goodness. I knew it. Yeah. Oh, I, I seem like the type. Uh, any plot holes you guys found in the movie? I know that the battle scenes are supposedly very unrealistic, said by some history film critic guy. Uh, but that that battle, and particularly that situation, happened in did real it? life. Yes, but they said that how they portrayed it wasn't I, that. What was that supposedly Gettysburg? What was no, the, what was the I battle? don't think it was Petersburg. Petersburg. Yeah. Um, I think the way that they rushed into the hole, like you're talking about the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was that did happen? It may not have been exactly like that. Yeah, with thousands so that seemed thousands of them, very but that, cheesy. But that happened. <laughs> I wanted an exact. They created a crater. They ran themselves into it and were basically yeah. surrounded like that. And the Confederacy did, still didn't win. Just amazes me. Well, I mean, for the best. Yeah, you can win one battle well, and lose the war. <laughs> okay, this guy. Everybody <laughs> knows once you lose a here. battle, you lose the war. That's why all wars are stopped within three days. <laughs> this guy. No? Yikes. Gosh, nope. just someone no. stop me at some point, please. Mike, stop. I'm here for you. Who wants Mike to lead check. the show from now on? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I don't. I didn't find any plot holes in the movie because it, it's, it's. There's not a whole lot of. It's very simple. Yeah. It's a man mm-hmm. trying to get back to the woman he loves, but we get all of the characters that he meets throughout and the And unnecessary journey. business throughout the rest That's of the movie. Necessary. <laughs> Does Teague and the other bad guys ever um, approach Nicole Kidman and Renee Zellweger for the whole harboring? The at the people. end. Uh, at, at the, the end. At the very, very end. end. They, yeah. they say that. Yeah, because oh, of the coat. Yeah. That's I why they took Pengel's coat. Coat, yep. Yeah. Um, I will mention the one problem I had, and this is only a problem if you have read the book, is that they turned, for the movie, they turned Teague into more of a villain, like your typical bad guy in the movie. Uh, An antagonist. Right away. In the book, yeah, right away they establish him. He's the bad guy. Uh Uh-oh, he wants your land. But in the book, he's just a guy doing his job. He's too old to go to war, and he is assigned the duty of being the home guard, which makes more sense, is more realistic of what might have been happening. And I, but and he's not necessarily portrayed as not old enough to go to war. Like I, that's he seemed exactly, like a he seemed like a spry man. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Is well, and where the, where the heck does his gang come from if they're not too old to go to war? You know what I mean, because Hunnam's like. Oh, 20. I assume I assume uh, Hunnam was like medically incapable because he's all yeah. pale and sickly and bleeding out of his nose all the time. Okay, I, I guess I didn't think about that, but that does make a lot of sense. I just thought he was hopped up on meth, which meth was a thing back then. But cocaine uh, was. Ah, could have been. Could have been. Um, where I was going to say something about Teague. Oh, uh, bad exposition. We talk about it in pretty much every show. One of the worst parts of bad exposition in this one Why was... Why aren't you going to war? <laughs> He's too old! <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, the next line was, that guy's a great pilot. <laughs> <laughs> yep, so had to be said. Had to be said. Um, I, don't, I didn't notice any other bad exposition throughout it, though. So I, And I, I give movies props because uh, to tell the audience something mm-hmm. without it being blatantly obviously telling the audience something is, is pretty good so um, unless you guys notice anything else no cool um, anything else you guys want to touch on it did pass the Bechdel test what is the Bechdel, Bechdel test? test 
test. It's kind of like the sexism test for a movie. There are like three basic criteria. Uh, has to star two women. The two women have to have like a conversation, not about a man. And it passes. One of the few movies we've done wow. that passes the Bechdel test. I noticed that. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good to know because yeah. there, we talk about it. I mean, we're, we don't talk about it a lot, but we've talked about it before where it seems like movies are casting women just to play yeah. typical yeah. women roles. And it, mm-hmm. to have a strong lead and supporting lead, because it's, it's almost two stories in one. Uh, a strong performance. I guess Nicole Kidman's character wasn't strong no. by any means, but then you have it offset yes. with Ruby's character. Who's very strong. But two, and Natalie Portman. Yeah. And Natalie Portman. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, yeah, a lot of strong... Inde- independent yeah. women. What was the character that kept no feeding man. her, too, that ended up being tortured? What was her name? Um, Sally? Sally? Sally Swanger. Yeah, she yep. was another strong character as well, too, yeah. for, mm-hmm. for a woman. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's uh, that's a very good to see. Good point to bring that up. Very good point, because that's, like we've brought up before, it just, I hate it when they, they cast women to be set pieces, almost. You to know? be something to fight for. Or to be a pretty face. Or to be it's something that to rely completely on a man and a man has to come save it because it could have been that movie. It, very it could have well been her very well. wallowing through all of what she's going through and then Inman has to come home to save her, which, which it yeah. did not turn out to be. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. What did you guys like think about the end of the movie, though? The When Inman dies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought you were going to continue. Uh, nope. nope. <laughs> you nope. said it like you were. I thought, well, like I thought you were going to say something. Well, like I said earlier, that was one of the first exposures to, I guess, reality, where it's like, okay, the good guy does not always win. This, that, that was, and it just came out of nowhere. It was very instant to where you get that initial satisfaction of them coming together, mm-hmm. and then it's immediately taken away from both of them and from the viewer. We don't get that satisfaction. When they did that very well, too, you almost believe that Jude Law's character is going to live for for a minute and then you see him coughing yeah um yeah that aaron had told me about that scene before i had watched the movie where it's like you see their close-ups of their faces and you don't know who died and i'm like that's that and then the follow-up scene with nicole kim was a very powerful scene yeah yeah i really like how they like um cut short what you were expecting you're expecting them to get together at the end Mm -hmm. right and then oh they don't but it's still a happy ending. Like, it's a super sweet mm-hmm. ending with mm-hmm. everyone together. Everyone's happy. There are babies. The farm's doing great. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey, you were expecting this happy ending, mm-hmm. but have this one instead. Not everything uh, works I, out the way you want it to. I guess. It, 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 like I said at the beginning, it still seems like kind of a letdown. And I, that's just kind of the way people view movies is you want this stereotypical ending. That's why. Well, exactly. But that's why I liked it so much because it goes against stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, I mean they've tested this with audience before, audiences before for different movies about what fares better, the, the happy ending or the not so happy ending. Yeah. And typically, the happy ending does fare better, and that's why I appreciate this more too. Yeah, because oh because it's, it is different, it's more unique in that that fashion. So yeah. I don't know. I, I think, see personally, I think it would have fared better as a traditional happy movie because yeah. it made me wait so dang long to get there. <laughs> But that's just. But me. at the end, you know, the the farm got what it wanted. You know, she said her dad always wanted to have lamb or sheep, and then yep. you see Ruby's vision for the farm. Uh, they have a child, and so, you know, Jude Law's character lives on essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just kind of see him all around eating food, which is which awesome. Props to Inman for being able to knock up a girl after one, one try. try. Yeah. 
That's why you use protection, kids. <laughs> did, they have that, did they have that <laughs> in the 1860s? Uh, public public I, service I was talking about that with my wife, but then again, I thought about it because uh, Ruby's dad was basically on his deathbed up in that cabin. So mm-hmm. I assumed they were there for a while and then had sex more than just the one time. Well, thank God they didn't show it. Well, because they, <laughs> like, they, they show it and they kind of cut and then it's just they're taking him down the mountain. I assume he didn't get that much better overnight because he was basically dying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I assume they were up in that cabin in the forest. You don't know how the human body heals, oh, obviously. Okay. Uh, Everyone's Wolverine. Yeah, I Duh. tore my right leg off once. <laughs> Took a day. Took a day. <laughs> just a few hours. Well, I'm just perfectly fine now. <laughs> wow, Mike. Bad digression of the day. I know. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to say? I will make one more argument for these uh, <laughs> useless side characters, as you point out. I think every one of them had a function, or at least a reason for being in the movie. Even the small characters like the peanut guy yeah, the outside peanut of guy. the hospital. Okay, Just well, the, that guy, I think, was very important. Yes. Very important. Well, yeah. they all had a piece to either explain the main character's struggles or to show another example of other hardships throughout this war because of the war. Okay, and I, you're starting to bring me around a little bit because I guess I was focusing in on it's a story about Inman, but it's not. It's a, it's a story about the war and the hardships and... Right, and what then how, everyone is going how bad would it have been if it was an hour and 15 minutes of just Inman walking and then the happy ending there together? I'm going to make a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> <laughs> just trees, trees, trees. Well, if, walking. You, walking. if you cut out the action scenes in that, it's it's a, a movie hmm. <laughs> from uh, Clerks too, where yep. he's walking, 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 <laughs> drops it down <laughs> the, the volcano, <laughs> walks away. I will fight you. For Lord of the Rings? Oh boy! Just so kidding, I won't fight you. you have in your household you have a Star Wars fanatic and a Lord of the Rings fanatic. That's oh, charming. Weird. Two vastly overrated franchises. Yep. I read the books. Mike drop. So. Mike drop. Yeah, just leave. We're done. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about Cold Mountain? Oh, I think it's time to write. Seem pretty yeah, cold. Oh, geez, Actually, whoa. wait. Mike I has thought, something. I, I thought of this, and I don't have anything to it. Um, is Cold Mountain like an allegory or a, a metaphor for something? Or is it a real city? It's a place, not a city. Well, didn't they say the Native Americans named it Cold Mountain? I had no idea. The Cherokee? Uh, I, I thought they remember. said that in oh, they the, the film. Yeah. They did. Okay. Cherokee okay, named I was, it Cold Mountain. I wasn't sure if it was in like an allegory or something like that. So, But in just, real life, it is a place, just okay. not a town. It seemed pretty sure. cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would assume there's snow everywhere. Yeah. And mountains. Apparently. And there's a mountain, yeah. Wow. Wow, the more you know. <laughs> uh, so let's rate it. Who wants to go first? I will go first. Great idea. Because I have to set the bar low so you guys can all raise it up. Seven. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's it's. I think it's fair for the film. Um, because not everyone's going to go in loving this film. Um, it's, it's very beautifully done. I, I'm a very visual person. It's very beautifully done. The, the acting in some parts are very vanilla, if you ask me. Otherwise, it's 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 okay. Uh, we've we've talked about it enough. It's okay. Um, should you watch this film? I will say no. You sh- you don't have to. If you have a free moment of the weekend and you're looking for something to watch, sure, maybe pop it in. Go out tomorrow and buy it and watch it. No, it's not on Netflix. So yeah. So, uh, but Josh, what do you what do you think about it? Um, how do you guys rate? Do do we use points out of like, ten? 
out of 10, but can keep I... it to uh, like a 0. 0.5. Does it have to be a whole number? Yeah. Don't go like 0. 0.3684211. This okay. isn't pi. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to give it an 8.5 then. 8. That's 5. the case. Okay. Um, I, I did enjoy the film. I mean, my, outside of like minor character things where they're just introverted people, as Aaron explained, which kind of brings me around a little bit more. Um, introverted people just annoy me sometimes. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Well. But anyway, if I don't know, like if you're looking for something to watch, I say watch it, but you probably don't have to watch it twice. Okay. Well, that, that's a good way to put it too. Uh, but Shirley, what about you? I give it a 7.5 because I think the movie was very well done. It's just not exactly my kind of movie. What with all the war. <laughs> with all the war. That John war getting in the way of everybody's good time. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Remember, my favorite movie is The Aristocats. So. I love how she just trailed off, though. You know, it's not my favorite movie with all that war. And then it was just done. There was nothing after war. That's all. Okay. That's, that's fine. A right. uh, little side note. Could you imagine this movie without the war? It's just like, hey, they meet, they get married, have kids. Did you know that movie. Yeah. It's a short. Yeah. But it's they have a farm. <laughs> Did you know that originally they're going to call it war? What is it good for? Are you kidding? That's another Michael joke. That's a bad joke. That's a very bad Michael joke. Yeah. Yeah. It's also another Seinfeld reference joke. Too, oh, jeez. Which oh you'll get right. a lot of My from rating. Me. Yeah, Aaron, what do you give it? Good. Uh, I am a little biased, and I do. I get bashed for it all the time. These are the type of movies I like. Ugh. Everybody groans. Everybody makes fun of it. But Ew. the pacing, I love. The characters, I love. I like every bit of this movie. I give it an 8.75. And that's overrated. I'm oh. just kidding. I not, but um it's not too far from the rest of us. Uh, I, and I think it's a, a fair rating. It's it's just not my style of movie, I think. And I think Schlee with not liking war is probably in the same boat as me, but uh what was it? 7.9 7 roughly. 7.9, yes. Okay. So 7.9 collectively cum cumulatively collect collect I said it right the first time, right? All together. Sure. <laughs> I can't. You That's just don't like way. the word average. It's an mm -hmm. average of seven point nine. It never comes to my mind. Oh, okay. So mm. average <laughs> out seven point nine. Uh, IMDb gave it a seven point two, so we're a little bit above that. Um, as well as, wow, Rotten Tomatoes critics only seventy one percent liked it, but they gave it a six point seven. So we are a little bit higher than them. Almost That's my fault. Well, a little bit. Mm. But yeah, Josh. Yeah. Well, yeah. we all rated it higher uh, yeah. than that. Yeah, we all did because I gave it a seven at the very bottom. I was kind of shocked by that. Yeah. That's... I think maybe it's just because it's old. So maybe it just had a lot of time to get those bad reviews. And in that, there. that could be, it, it might not have aged as well. Or it, you know, it's not or the best not... cheese. What? <laughs> what? Mike, just soak it in because this is what we deal with all the time with your jokes. Now we have to deal with it times two. Yeah, well, times three. Thanks for like Johnny's not here either. Because oh, right. <laughs> we're like, God, this is me like a, a tag team or a, what's a duo but with three? Trio? <laughs> three amigos? <laughs> a duo but with three. A trio. All right. Um, 7.9. Um, I vote you don't have to watch it. Aaron, do you have to watch this tomorrow? Like, should the audience watch it tomorrow? Yeah, at least six or seven times. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> okay. I say watch it eventually, but okay, it's not need to see like immediately because it's wonderful. Sorry, Aaron. Well, and I'm sure I'm sure you know, Mike. If you watch you a movie a second, if you aren't time, interested in the first hour of the movie, it's not a movie you're gonna like. That mm -hmm. pacing yeah. will get 
to you if that's not your style of movie. Yeah. I understand that, but yeah. that's the style of movie I like, so I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, and that's fair, and that's fair. So, next week, we have Schlee Picking. Well, we have Schlee Picking this week for next week. Schlee, what is your movie? My movie is another movie based off a book. It was one of my favorite childhood movies. Uh, it's Practical Magic, starring Nicole Kidman and Sandra Bullock. Another Nicole Kidman? Another Nicole Kidman, yeah, following okay. the, the theme. Nice little tie-in. Yeah. Who's the main guy? Is that is that a Harry Connick Jr. movie? I don't remember that movie very well. I don't um, know. Who's I don't the, the main guy. guy? I don't know his name. Goran Vizhnik? Yeah, so it's not Harry Connick Jr. No. <laughs> Hope Floats with Sandra Bullock. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh. I thought that was the name of a person. Hope Floats. Hope Floats. <laughs> Hope Floats. It's uh-huh. only kind of a love... Well, I guess it is kind of mostly a love story, but it's not 100% romance. Okay. Um, it's Practical Magic from 1998. got 6.1 on IMDb. Uh, it's directed by Griffin Dunn. Uh, it stars, as you said, Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman, as well as Stockard Channing, Diane West, Weist. <laughs> it's like... Spongebob <laughs> reference, but I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> it's W-I-E-S-T. How am I supposed to read that? Weist? I don't know. West? I thought you said Weist. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Goran Vizhnik, uh, Aiden Quinn, and uh, I don't know who this. I don't recognize any of the names on that list. So, uh, all right. I'm excited to see this. Um, did I read the synopsis yet? I don't think I did. The Rye comic romantic tale follows the Owens sisters, Sally and Jillian, as they struggle to use their hereditary gift for practical magic to overcome the obstacles in discovering true love. I feel like I'm going to punch you for picking this movie. Well, I'll punch you for not liking Lord of the Rings, so we'll be fair. We'll we'll (laughs) be even then. Alright. So, I think that's uh, ending the show. Oh, what? Go, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? I just, I'm trying to think of what movie this is. Is this the one where she's trying to get a man to love? She wants one blue eye, one green eye, a man yes, to love? Yes, oh, it's geez. that one. Because okay. their family is <laughs> oh, cursed. You'll see it. All right. All right. Well, maybe you won't. Some of us will see it. Some of us will see it. <laughs> okay. Um. So, follow us on Twitter, Nothing Real. Follow us on Facebook, Nothing But Real Reviews and More there. Uh, also, get a hold of us on iTunes. That's probably the best way you can do it. Uh, rate Review, subscribe. Comment, yep. Rate. We are currently Comment, still rate, subscribe. eight for eight for five stars. Eight for eight. We went up one. Yep. Yep. One not, more. not stars. I mean, we've always had five stars. Yes. But we went up one more review. <laughs> Everyone loves us. Follow the trend. All right. Yes. Or break the trend and tell us we suck. Or Just don't. rate us. Yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Get you, on Aaron. there and rate us. <laughs> uh, Lise, um, if you're in, if you're not, you know what? Let's just say if you're in the United States, I want you to email us a movie to review and review us please like uh, rate us on iTunes I mean if if you're not in the United States you can do it too by all means but specifically North Carolina there's a lot of us a lot of you guys listening I know it I can see the statistics but just get a hold of us please okay thank you that's all I want to say anything else you guys want to add no Aaron th- what what you? I just want to thank you guys for letting me tag along today. Oh, yay. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Well, we might have you back next week. We're not sure yet. I think you did very well. I think you did very well. War. War. <laughs> Aaron, will you hit us with it? Tell your friends. Let's go. But inconspicuously. Through the window. 
Lady, I'm afraid I'm gonna have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Where are you guys? I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Good night and good luck. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.